Okay, so uh, continuing on in uh, in Shulchan Aruch. So again, your day of Kuflamites. So we're going through Allah of uh the Zara again. We're going through this for, for some time already. Allah of Noi, Takrevis of the Zara, Shamshev of the Zara, all Asurbana. But uh, we already learned this that when it came that there's one chilik between Takrevis, right? A, a carbon for Avadizar versus Noya Vadizara, decorations for Avadizara, Mashamshe Vadizara, things that are used in the sac in the process like a Mizbeach or a pan and things like this. Is that takrevis of There's no bittel, right? Avadizara itself, mamish, you could be mivatel. Uh, the noy of you could be mivatel. Mashamshev of the you could be mivatel. Takrevis, you can't be mivatel. So, along those lines, now we're going to see some uh, continued halachas about this. We're up to, I think we're up to sivches. Okay, so we'll go tonight. We'll go from sivches. We'll go through uh, sivches to yudbeis, and we'll see some inyan uh, that come up. Okay, so Sivchas says the Shochanach. Shochanach is going through different, different uh, practical scenarios that, you know, that I guess happened, uh, happened and continue to happen with other desires to figure out whether these objects are going to become Maser for Noi, Takrovis, Mashamshe. So we'll see. So says the Shochanach again, Sivchas, Koflamitas Sivchas, Hakikrois Shenaisnim Lekehanim Shalah. Loaves of bread. That was customary to give to the priests of the Avadizara. Again, the Shulchan Aruch, the, the, the sources for all the for all these halachas are coming from Rishonim of Ashkenaz. So it's most likely that they're literally talking about the church. So if you have loaves of bread that were given to priests, so mutarim, those loaves are going to be considered mutar. Obviously, if they're you know kosher to begin with, but in terms of hana and so on, they're going to be mutar. Why? Because that's not considered an offering to the Vaidizara bread that's given to uh, to, to the priests. That was just one of the taxes, one of the uh, rules that you have to support the priests of the community. So you give them certain things, give them loaves and bread, but it wasn't a, a sacrifice. That was just giving to human beings, giving to the priests. All right, so that's Okay, Siftes. Nerishel Shaiva. We had this before. We uh, mentioned this case before. If you have uh, candles, wax candles, shemadlikin lefeneha, that are lit before Nevadizara, so noyahem, that's considered to be noy, that's considered to be uh, beautifying the Avadizara, the Asurim, and therefore they'll be Asur because of noy. The says the Shochanach now, v'im mashkanam, aymachram lisrael. However, if they're extinguished, the, the galach, whatever it is, extinguishes them and then gives them as a mashkin, you know, or sells them to a yid, then mutarm, then it'll be mutar. Why? Because from the fact that he's selling it, giving it to a Yisrael or giving us a mashkin, it indicates that when he extinguished it, it wasn't for the purposes of relighting it soon for the next service, it was, it was done. So since he extinguished it for his own purposes to then use the candle for selling it to a yid or whatever, Zobitul, and that's going to be bittel. I mean, that itself is bittel. The fact that the Galach then extinguished the candle, and clearly it was for the purposes of, like, it's it being done, Varaya, he then used it to sell uh, to a yid, so then that's, that's considered bittel. That's what the Shulchan Aruch says in Siftas. Now, there's a little bit on this side, we're not going to go into this too much, but the Shach raises a little bit of an issue, because from this halach of, of Shulchan Aruch we just read, it's clear that the, the the fact that they sold that the galach sold it to a yid by itself is not bittel, 
by itself is not bittal. It's just from the fact that he sold it to Eid, that indicates that when he extinguished it, it was bittal. That's what the Hoshulchan Aruch puts it. The Kivan Shekivan, the fact that he sold it to a Yid, tells you that when he extinguished it, it was uh, not for the purposes of relighting it. It was 100% like he's done. And the extinguishing, plus the fact that he sold it to a Yid, that would be Bittal. Okay. The problem that the Shach raises, it's in Sifkat and Zayin, is if you go to Sif Yud Beis. Okay. So skip a couple Sif, and we'll go to Sif Yud Beis for a second. So Sifu Beis is now not talking about Noi, the ornaments for Nova Dazar, but talking about Misham Sheva Dazar. So says Shachonach, but it's a similar scenario. Shachonach says, Kalim Sha'aychiz Biyadai, utensils that the Galach holds in his hand. Vamachta Shemakterba, or the uh, pan that he uses to, uh, to do haktar, to, to burn things for. Misham Shehain, that's considered Misham Sheh, those are utensils for, for Avadizara, that's Asr. Utsrichim Bittal, and you would need to be Mavatlet in order to use it. And, and what's an example of Bittal? Vimachar and Ha'ever Kichavim, Aymashkanan Yisrael. Therefore, if, a yid, uh, if, if the guy goes and sells it to, uh, to, uh, to a Yid or gives it as a Mashkin to a Yid, Zelbitulam. That would be a bittel. So you have a pan, for example, that was used for incense. It's mamash asr, it's misham sheva the czar. But if the galach sells it to a yid or gives it as a mashkin to a yid to get a loan, that would be bittel. The yesh oimrim says the shulchan However, those that say she'ins a bittulim that's selling to a yid or giving as a mashkin is not enough. You need to do something else. Maybe uh, a verbal proclamation that you're being vatlit, or chip the pan a little bit, do some physical thing to alter it. Something like that. But in Sif Bays, again, the Shulchan Aruch is bringing that the, the act of what? Of, of selling it to a Yid. The, the first Shita that the Shulchan Aruch records, which is usually considered to be the main Shita in the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch is, that selling to a Yid, that's considered Bittal. So the, shach, the, the issue that the Shach raises is that why is it that when it comes to Misham Sheva the Zara, the pan, and so on, the Shulchan Aruch seems to be assuming that Mekra Din, selling to a Yid is enough to make Bittal, but when it came to the candles, the Shulchan Aruch was, didn't bring any Yeshua or anything like that. The Shulchan Aruch just said, made it seem very clear that selling to a Yid is not enough, Bittal. It's just the fact that it's also coupled with the fact that the Galach extinguished it, he extinguished it and sold it to a Yid, then it's considered to be Bittal. So that's the steer that the, that the, Shach, the Shach points out. If you take a look at Tzav Zayin, Tzav Gadon Zayin, you'll see it inside. So the Shach says, he's going again uh, on the Shulchan Aruch on Sif test when it came to the candles. Mashma, it sounds like from the Shulchan Aruch, let's say you're missing one of the, one of the components, so the Galch never extinguished it. It just went out by itself. Even though then the Galch went and sold the candle or gave it as a Mashkan Asurim. It sounds like from the Shulchan Aruch in Sif, in Sif Tess that, that would, uh, that's not good enough. You need extinguishing plus selling to a Yid. Ukadas, Rabbeinu Yoyna, Shavu Atur Vapaiskim, and that's Taka Ashita that the that the Rishonim bring down from Rabbeinu Yoyna, which would be the Yesh Oimrim in Sif Yudbeis, right? In Sif Yudbeis, where the Shulchan Aruch said that there are those that say selling the pan to a guy is not enough, so that's what it sounds like in Sif Tess, that selling the candles to a guy is not enough. You have to plus do something else, like in the case of the candles, extinguish. Says the Shach, and, and the truth is, um, that halacha, that selling to a yid, is not enough for bittel, 
that's a hundred percent true according to everyone when it comes to the avodah itself. Now that's what the, that's what the, the shach brings down is that again, even though bittul works for avodah for noy and meshamshe avodah this nakuda though of whether selling the object to a yid is that considered good enough bittul for an avodah mamish? Everyone agrees that's not enough. The machlokes is the machlokes is what about when it comes to noy or meshamshe? And that's where we seem to have like a stira in the Shulchan Aruch, right? That for whatever reason, when it comes to the candles, the Shulchan Aruch seems to be leaning on the side of saying that selling is not enough. When it comes to a pan, the Shulchan Aruch seems to be leaning to the side that selling is enough. So that's the, the stira that the Shach, uh, the Shach is pointing out. So it's, it's a question. It's not so clear what the answer is. Um, Okay, no, it's I'm not, you know, there's there's different ways how to, how to how to say it. One simple answer could very well be the following thing: Why is it that avodazar itself, everyone agrees that selling is not going to be good enough? So there's different explanations of the Rishonim why. One possible explanation that the Rishonim offer is that uh, it's 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 chaviv that the avodazar itself is very chaviv, beloved to the guy, and so for the guy to be mavatlit. Even if he's selling it to a yid, he still has the hopes. Maybe the yid will sell it to a guy. You know, it'll it'll find its way back to uh, to Zara, You know, and therefore Avodazar itself that it's it's more it's chashivtim. It's more chavivtim. So selling it to a yid is not considered betel. So one could then make the argument, and some suggest this is that although halachically noy Avodazar, ornaments for Avodazar and the pan shanshe Avodazar halachically are on the same status. But in terms of the chavivas, in terms of how deeply connected and emotionally attached the guy is to these things, he's going to be more attached to noya vadezara, to something that is an, an adornment, an ornament for the. It, it itself is is sort of a, a decorative to the avodazara itself. He's going to have more of an emotional attachment to it as opposed to the pan that's used for the service of the avodazara, and therefore. Just like when it comes to the avodazara mamish, selling it is not enough because the guy is still. He's still attached to it, and he's still hoping and dreaming that it'll find its way back to uh, to a church. Uh, you could very well say that that's the same thing with noy. That noy also is something that a guy feels an attachment to, and even by just selling it, he's not disconnecting himself from the object. He's still hoping, maybe you know, hoping beyond hope that the candle will find its way back to a church. Where as opposed to the pan, uh, you know, it's not, the, the, the emotional attachment is not so strong. And therefore, once he sells it, you know, that's considered enough betel. So that could be a way of figuring out the Shulchan Aruch. So the Avadizar itself, everyone agrees that selling is not enough. When it comes to Noi and Misham Shevadizar, it's Machlaikis. So how's the Shulchan Aruch paskining? So the Shulchan Aruch is paskining as follows. That Noi, he's tilting to the side of Luchumra, that selling is not enough. Just because there, there could very well be more of an emotional attachment to Noi. Uh, just like there is emotional attachment to the Vodazar itself. And when it comes to Meshamshe, the pan and so on, then the Shulchan Aruch is more lenient to that side that, you know what, selling is good enough because the emotional attachment is not that great anyway. That's what, um, okay, that's the uh, suggestion that I'm trying to make. Okay. Isn't a candle, isn't a candle, yeah. that's the way you use it. And sometimes you light it, sometimes you put it out. Why is that changed? I mean, part of it is putting it out. Then he decides to sell it. How does that change the status? You're not going to sell a lit candle to somebody, or as you use it. Like so I don't know, but it, it seems the way the Rishonim discussed it, it seems that the minig by the galochim was was to leave to leave it lit as long as possible, 
And even if you're not going to let it, uh, you know, go all the way down, but when they extinguished it, it was with the kavana of reusing it for the next service. So the fact that, and that's, a, that's, that's, that's what the, the, the Roshanim explained over here, is that the fact that he extinguishes it, which might, not, which might by itself be normal, because that's usually what happens after the service, he extinguishes it. But the fact that then he took it and then sold it to a Yid, that tells you that when he extinguished it, it was a way of saying, okay, we're done. You know, with, with, we're done in terms of not just the service, we're done with using this candle for services, Bechlal. And now when you had that kavana, when he extinguished it, coupled with the fact that he literally sold it to a Yid, so that's when the Shulchan Aruch is saying, okay, then we'll say it's Bittal. But you're right, extinguishing by itself, that would not be Bittal, and selling to a Yid by itself would not be Bittal. Because again, why? Because Noi has, there's more of a, an emotional attachment to it. But if you cut, put those two things together, then already we'll be willing to say that that's a, that's a bittel. Okay, so that's what the, that's Shulchan Aruch and Sif test. Okay, let's go a little bit further. Shulchan Aruch Sif Yud, Chatichais Shaiva. So this test was talking about candles that you know wax candles that were lit and so on. But let's say you forget not a candle or it's not even it was never lit. Chatichais Shaiva, just pieces of wax. Shenaisim lefaneha that you place before an avodah for a sacrifice. Mutaris that will be mutter. That will be mutter. Why? You're not allowed to do it, obviously, but in terms of uh, using it after, why? Because again, like this is what we, we, we've seen this the past couple of weeks, is that again, when it comes to sacrifices, a sacrifice to be usher for a yid to then use has to fall under certain categories. It has to be similar to the Beis HaMikdash, or in the very least, similar to Shechit and Zrika. And so wax is not an offering that was, that was offered in the Beis HaMikdash ever. Right and 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 wax is not similar to shchit and zrika in terms of it falling apart. It's just it's one piece that you place before the so it won't fall into the category of takrovis. And it's not noy. It's not adorning the avodizar. It's just a piece of wax that's sitting there in front of it. So it's not noy. It's not takrovis. So it'll be motor. That's what the shulchan is saying. So chaticha shaiva, just a simple piece of wax shenaisin lefanel that you place before the avodizar mutaris. It'll be motor. The law of it's not noy, it doesn't uh, make the Vodizar any nicer. And it's not takravis uh, either. Again, just to remind ourselves that we saw this last week, that this is not the sheet of the Rambam, right? Because the Rambam held that any time you sacrifice anything to an Vodizara, even if that object doesn't become usr because of sacrifice, but automatically it's showing noy for Vodizara. The fact that, it, that this is an object which is indicative of the Vodizara being served Already that's considered beautifying the Avadizar. And then it'll be also because of Noi. That was the sheet of the Ram. But again, we don't hold like that. And the way we hold, like the Shulchan Aruch said already in a few cases, you have to just look at this object. Does this object beautify the Avadizar or not? If it doesn't beautify the Avadizar, it's not going to be Noi. And then you have to look at it in terms of Takroivis. Does it fall into the category of a type of offering that would be also? And in this case, the answer is no. So the piece of wax would then be Motor. That's, the, uh, that's what the Shulchan Aruch is saying. How so? That the flame is the ikar and the flame. So, so chashivas, and, and as opposed to the pan that holds food or spices, whatever, doesn't have the same type of chashivas. So, so the, the truth is like this. We, we, we did mention this, uh, was it a couple weeks ago? Yeah, I don't remember. Right, that the flame, right, you, you could, see, you could have made this suggestion. Uh, you could have gone. You could have gone either way. Yeah, on the one hand, you could have said that when it came to the candle, the 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 flame, that that's mamish an avoda that's similar to the base of Megdash, lighting the menorah. 
That, 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 that was a possibility. Now, we don't, we're not saying that, right? Then we talked about that. That's because in the Beis Hamikdash it was with oil, and this is wax, and it's a fundamental difference. And the other argument you could have made is that maybe the candle itself is, is irrelevant to the whole thing. It's just the flame. And so what, the flame comes and goes, and the rest is completely insignificant. We see also not like that, that sort of if we take the whole thing in one package. And therefore, when you're talking about a candle, when it comes to takroivis, the Rishonim sort of go through this cheshben, you know, it, the Shulchan Aruch doesn't go through all the back and forth, but in the sources of where the Shulchan Aruch is coming from, the Rishonim go through this back and forth and say, well, listen, when it comes to this candle that's being lit, takroivis is not going to be an issue because it's not similar to the Vesem English in any way. Is it noy? The Rishonim themselves are not so sure if it's noy or not. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. But they're erring on the side of caution that it is considered noy. And so, and once it's noy, then it'll be usher until there's bittel. So that's, uh, you know, that, that's how the Rishonim sort of break it down. Even in that case, they... Uh, but it doesn't hold some more chashivas than whatever's in the pan? Yeah. So I, I don't know if it holds chashivas It might hold chashivas in, 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 in the mind of the guy, and that's why to be mevatal, the candle, it might be harder to do. As the Shulchan Aruch said, right. But in terms of it having, like, halachically being more chamer, we don't find that. It could be more, again, like, it's, there's more of an emotional attachment possibly to Noy in general than Takraivis. So in this case, the Shulchan Aruch is going to be more machmer in terms of how to be mavatlet. But, uh, but that, that, I think that's the extent of how we see the severity of it. Okay, that's halacha yud. Okay, so now let's go to halacha yud aleph. And this is going to be the halacha that we'll focus on tonight to go a little bit more in depth. Clothing, this is actually something, maybe next week we'll see more of this. This is something that a lot of places can deal with uh, in, in practical cases. Let's say, uh, I don't know what they call it, but the, the, the uniform that the Golochim wear during their services. When they go into the church, into the Avadizars to do their thing, says the Shachanarch, so is that us or not? Is, are those begotten? They find their way to a yid. Are they? Is a guy allowed to? Is a yid allowed to do business with that stuff? So says the Shulchan Aruch. No, the 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 uniform that the Galach wears that's considered an adornment for him. That's not uh, that's not noy of a desar. That's not the adornment for the guy for the of a desar. That's a it's a personal uniform for him. The bittel is not necessary. It's it's completely mutter. However, says the Shulchan Aruch, there are those that disagree and say, no, the uniform that the Galach wears, that is Noi Avadizara, and you would need Betel. You would need Betel. That's the Shulchan Aruch. The Ramad just adds that this is all talking about the uniform that the Galach wears. If you have a situation where it's, there's an Avadizara and there's clothing that the Avadizara is wearing, that that avada mikri noy that's certainly called uh, an adornment for the vadezar v'tzarach bittel now would for sure need bittel. Okay, but in terms of what the shulchan is talking about, again the uniform that the galach wears, what is that? So, again, and so in the shulchan aruch it's a machlokes. The shulchan aruch brings down both 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 two opinions. The first opinion he brings down is that not noy of a dezara, therefore it's completely mutter, no problem at all. And the second opinion is no, that is noy of a dezara, and therefore would need bittel. And if there's no bittel yet. It would be awesome. Okay, where is this coming from? Okay, so take a look at uh, Mar- the Marmokamis Mar- that you have, hopefully. So um, in Marmokam number one, just to show where this is coming from, like I said, this is all coming from Ashkenazi Rishinim. So Mestama, what they're talking about is, uh, is in the church, the, the, the uniform that the Galach wears. Uh, so the Rosh in Mesechah Zavadizar, in the beginning of the fourth parak, 
doesn't explain, he just has a line. He doesn't go into it, he just says, Umal Bushehem, the clothing, Shalev Shemakaimrim, the clothing that the Galachim wear, again, not just like their regular wardrobe, but the, the uniform that they wear during the services, Noyeshalahemhi, it's the same language of the Shulchanarch, that's an adornment that's, that's beautifying themselves, and it's not considered uh, beautifying by Vadizara, Umutarm, and it will be Mutter, and you don't have to come onto Bittal, it's completely Mutter. That's the, that's the rush. Okay, now in Marmokka number two, the Mordechai, also in Avadizara, in Tav Tav Mem Gimel, gives a little bit more background and brings different opinions. So Mordechai says like this, again, I don't know how to pronounce this, I hope all the Galachim that are listening will be Michael, but the, the, the Kapash, the Kapash, I don't know, whatever this uniform is, Shalev Shem HaShamashim, that the, uh, the, the, uh, the Galachim wear, Umisiachdem Lilbash Lalilim, and it's designated, you know, for, for the services, what they do. And therefore it's considered, says the Mordechai, the first opinion that he brings down, that's considered noi for the for the Zara. It's considered noi for the Avadizara, and it will be Aser. Obviously it's like any other noi, it's not going to be worse than Mamish noi. You'll be able to move But says the Mordechai, the first opinion he's bringing is that this, again, uniform, not that the that the, the Avadizara is wearing, this is talking about the, the, the Shamashim, the, the Galachim wear, that will be Aser. For Rabbeinu Ezri Kasev, however, says the Mordechai, he brings down a dissenting view, which was the opinion of the Rosh, right? That Rabbeinu Ezri wrote, no, Lahater Kapash, that this uniform is Mutter, Shal Shemashim, why? So it's interesting. He says, Mashum Da'af Yitzaban Lehis Nois, Kenegan Malachim, because the Minigiz, by the Galachim, is that they wear it for their services, but they also wear it on special occasions when they have to meet a king or they have to meet a dignitary, they'll wear their uniform too. So uh, says Rabbeinu Ezri, you know, if they're wearing it outside of their services, they're wearing it some when dignitaries to uh, you know when they have to go to the the the, the king and, and whatnot. So so clearly it's not considered to be uh, you know it's it's noishalam it's beautifying them. It's not considered to be noy of a desire if they're wearing it outside of just the services themselves, even though it's on chashav occasions. But obviously it's noishalam. That's that's Rabbeinu Ezri now. The ra- no, no, I mean, takrovis, anything that, anything that's takrovis, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's an offering, that's, uh, the case was a no, no, that's true, but it has to be, the, 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 the possibility to make it also is the fact that it was, that it was a sacrifice. This is not a sacrifice. This is their personal clothing. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We're going to think about this in a moment. Let's. We'll see what the other some of the other rishonim, and then we'll begin to conceptually put it together. If you take a look at Maramukah number three, so another one of the one of the rishonim, the Ravya, again also from Ashkenaz, he writes the following thing: Gam Rabbeinu Zakeni Kasav, my grandfather, Besifrai the Ravon, also again an early rishon that the Ravon writes, Leheter al Bigde Kaimrim. Also, he holds that it's mutter. These clothing, the clothing of a galach, shakirin, kazkulsha, whatever this uh, uniform is. Why? For the same reason that Rabbeinu Ha'ezri brought down the Mordechai, said it's mutter. Because they wear it outside of the services. They wear it uh, when they go see dignitaries too. More than that, and the, and, and the Ravon records, the Gam Toilin Hamalachim, Harushler, Shal Mi'ilam Shavadazar. More than that, you find that this uniform that the Galachim wear are mamish also used as just sort of decorations. 
in Be'ulam uh, in, HaMolochim, in, in, in the palaces and so on, they'll have it hanging up there just as a decoration, the uh, uniform of Galochim. So Vaiter, it just tells you that it's clearly not just the, uh, you know, Mamish for the Zara, it's less noise, it's, it's to beautify the Galochim. Now, however, says the, the Rav Yoh ends off, Okay, so, so let, let, let's sum up what we have over here so far. Again, the, the question of Rishonim are dealing with is a simple one. The uniform that a Galach wears. Mutter Rasa. Okay, so, it, again, the Rush didn't explain it. The Rush just said, like, bottom line. The Rush just, Paskin, bottom line, it's Mutter. Didn't explain the back and forth and so on. But when we saw from the Mordechai and the Rav Yoh, which are the, the sort of the background of the Shaila, it becomes a little bit more clear, the issue, right? And what becomes clear from the Mordechai and the Rav Yah is as follows, is that on the one hand, the argument by some Rishonim is that it's Asr, that's considered Noi Avadizar, Noi Avadizar. The counter-argument is that it's not considered Noi Avadizara, it's purely beautifying themselves, and the proof is because the, the Metzius is, is that they don't only wear it for the services. They wear it outside the services. And it's even used as decorations in palaces. So clearly it's not, uh, you know, for that. So, so he, and, and that's the background. That's what the Rosh is paskening. It's not, uh, not a Noyev Adizar. Now what's interesting is as follows. Two, two, two points. So, so what's the shot in the Rishonim that disagree? The Rishonim that are Machmer, the Rishonim that hold, the Shulchan Aruch also brought down an opinion of Yesh Aymrim that, that it's going to be Aser. The question is like this, the Metzius is the Metzius, right? It's, it's going to be hard to, hard to say that amongst Ashkenaz Rishonim, they're disagreeing about whether or not Galachim ever wear it outside services or not. We have to assume the Metzius, as, as Rishonim say, which is that the Itaka wear it outside of their services when they... Uh, when it's, uh, they have to go meet a dignitary, they have to go up a Kavadika thing, they're going on a parade, whatever it is, they wear their uniform. So the Metzius is what it is, which is that they don't only wear it for their services, right? And so, and yet, and yet, with that, knowing that piece of information, despite that piece of information, Rishonim are telling us that, according to some, the opinion is that it's still us. Sir. So, what's the Shat? And the truth is, if we think about it, why would wearing... Let, 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 let's go the other way. Let's say it was never worn outside the services. It's clear from the Rishonim that if that piece of information was not, was not true, if let's say theoretically a Gal would only wear the Beged during the services, then everyone would, would agree that it's considered to be Noyev Adizara. Why exactly? I mean, Lamaisa, it's not beautifying the Avadizara. That's, it's, it's the, I don't know, it's the uniform that the guy's wearing. It's, it's a funny way to think of it as beautifying the Avadizara, the fact that it's the uniform of the Galach. I mean, in, in those, if you asked me, without knowing the, 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 you know, the reality on the ground of whether the Galachim wear it outside of the services or not, and you told me, listen, this is what they wear for the services. Yassi, do you think this is Noyev Adizara? I would say, I don't think so. I mean, it's the uniform that they're wearing. In what, in what, it's not a sacrifice. It's not a utensil used in the surface, per se. And beautifying the Vadizara, I, I wouldn't define that as beautifying the Vadizara more than I would say a painting on the wall of the church is going to be Naya Vadizara either. It's like, it's a funny thing. To me, Bechlal, the whole question is a funny question. Why would you think this is Naya? And what's clear from the Rishonim, like I said, beyond just the line of the Rosh, but you go to the background to the Mordechai and the Rav Yoh, it's clear that everyone, all the Rishonim, would agree that this is Naya Vadizara. And the only reason why 
their Rishonim that are Mekel is because of this fact that they wear it outside of services too. But if it wasn't for that fact, then everyone would agree that that's considered Naya of the Zara. Why? That's not going to be enough to make it Aser. Because it's associated with that, because it's used, in the, it, you have to break it down. I mean, technically, in what way is this Naya of the Zara? No, so I think I think the opposite. You have to assume things start off mutter. Things start off mutter. You have to prove to me. You have to explain to me how this object is us or what category it falls into. Just because it's uh, just because when the the galachim make it or buy it, they're thinking that it's going to be related to avodazara. That, that's not enough to make it us or you. It, it starts off as mutter. Bonishal made it mutter. The, the materials minashemayim. It's made mutter. You have to you have to make a chaloisis on it. So where's the Chalaisis are coming from? So that's to fall into these categories. Is it of a Dizar Mamish? No. It's not of a Dizar Mamish. Is it Misham Sheva Dizara? No, it's not Misham Sheva Dizara. It's, uh, it's the uniform that he's wearing. And in their mind, they need to wear this to do their, their Indian. Okay. It's not Misham Sheva Dizara. What is it? Noyeva? It's not. It's beautifying the Vadizara. It's not. Uh, is it a beautiful bag? Maybe it is. But it's not, the mitzvah is, it's not beautifying the Avodah it's beautifying the wear of the Avodah It could be that in order for him to do his Avodah, he thinks he has to look beautiful. But it's not Noy Avodah It's different than like putting beautiful candles around it. That's beautifying the object. That's beautifying the, this, the, 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 the environment that the Avodah is in. That's called Noy Avodah This is, a, this is the guy. Okay, so now we have. Okay, so now that's that's where we're gonna that's where we're gonna go into big dekuna to figure these things out. But but just in a vacuum, in a vacuum, to me, I, I don't know if I would define this as naiva the zara so posh. I is it beautifying? But is, is, is that enough to say that it's beautifying the object? In other words, the chefs of Adizar is being beautified because the people w- you, serving it are wearing nice things? So that, that's a separate thing. So, so it's true. In, 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 like in the Rambam, I guess maybe that's what you meant. Like in the world of the Rambam, where noi is expanded beyond the object itself, and anything showing covered is considered noi. Okay, I hear but I guess that's probably what you were trying to say. But in 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 in, in the Shulchan of the way we paskin, which is that even objects that are that are that are being sacrificed over the are, which clearly knows like this. If if I you know if a piece of wax that's literally being offered to the are, that's not us because of night. Why? Because that that even though that certainly shows covet and honor and dignity, it's it's being used, it's being offered. That's not night. Why? Because the definition of night is beautifying the object. So then, all of a sudden, the begotten that he's wearing is considered nai. In other words, like, like that—that's the point. And as in the world of the Rambam, just to, I guess to explain the question more, in the world of the Rambam, where nai, the concept of beautifying the avodizar is expanded to not just be the beautifying of the object, right, jewelry on the avodizar itself. It's anything that shows covet in terms of the service of the avodizar. So then, yeah. So in the Rambam, I could hear such a thing. But we don't pass like the Rambam. No, Rambam is a das yachid, right? 
In other words, we paskin that even sacrifices, literally a sacrifice that's placed at the feet of Avodah Zarah, if it doesn't fall under the technicality of takrevis, noy, it's going to be mutter. Mitzad noy. Why? I certainly this object is showing covet for the Zara. This is it's being it's a sacrifice. It's it's showing covet of Avodah Zarah. No, because it's not beautifying the object. So this is beautifying the object. Even candles. Again, candles is not just because of the service. It beautifies the object by illuminating it. That, that's also called beautifying the object. It's physical beauty by making something shine and something illuminate. But you're talking about beautifying the person. It's a, yeah. It's like Gemma when the Shulchan Aruch defines Noi. So he says, you spread out in front of it because of the Yeah. So it doesn't mean, it, it sounds from there like it's... Yeah, I, the environment of, of the Zara, but it's not just the environment. It has to be. It has to be that particular area. I mean, in other words, like it has. It, it, you know, it, it's kila. I'm not saying it's it's a halachic thing exactly, but like things are typhus daladamis. You, you, you put it, it, when it said spread out the begadim in front of it. It also didn't mean, you know, uh, uh, on the walls and so on. It means in front of the Avadizara, around its environment, around its place. That's also called the Avadizara. But that's not that's not the mock. You know, that's called beautifying the Avadizar itself because the Avadizar is not just the object, it's also the Daladamas. So, he he's walking in and out. Nah, he's walking in and out. So that's not. Point, when he's standing right next to it, so that's. Uh, so when he's there, and then when he steps out, it's no, not Noi. So that's not, I don't think that's Noi. I think Noi means beautifying the object, especially, again, not like the Rambam, right? Again, in the world of the Rambam, it's definitely more expansive. But in the way of the Shulchan Aruch, we, we Paskin, Noi means the object. And to beautify the object means within Dalad Amis also. It's, it doesn't mean... Right. We all no. Of course, he's wearing it for the Vedizara, but 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 the. Right, and I think he's saying good the way the way you just said it. Like it's 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 annoying for the majesty of the avoda and the whole thing, but it's the ceremony. You're you're. you're you're being machabed the ceremony by wearing beautiful begadim, but the ceremony is not the chefs of Zara. That's not the iser. Noi is not enough. It's not enough to bring beauty to the ceremony. You have to bring beauty to the Zara mamish. The guards of Buckingham Palace aren't making the palace more beautiful. It's beautifying the whole service. But right. they're wearing the uniforms and doing all things, but it's, it's, it's just it's an environment, but it's not really good. Right, exactly. Quite, uh, I, I, think that's, I, I think that that would be the svara. Again, like I said, in the Rambam, yeah, then, then Noi is not just beautifying the object, it's anything that's involved in beautifying and bringing majesty to the whole Indian. Maskin. But again, we don't pasken like the Rambam, right? We're, we're, in our view, in Halach Lamaisa, the definition of Noi is much more constricted to the object itself. And Avi's right as well. The Shulchan did expand, okay, I don't mean literally object, the Dalaram, the, the Mokim of the object too, but again, it's, but it's about that Mokim and anything in the, in, in the surrounding, again, it's not clear how much meters around the object itself is considered to be lefaneha. But it has to, anything that's lefaneha, that, that, that's called beautifying the object too. That's giving, that's giving majesty to the object itself. But it's not enough to just give majesty and covet to the service or to the, uh, what the uh, what the other represents. That's not going to be good enough to make it us, sir. Say it again? No. No, the building is not us, sir. 
Uh, that's a good point. The building's not awesome, right? The building's not awesome. Like we saw this last time, that ain't hectic shlava desar. There's no, uh, there's no us like that. Yeah. Served uh, Abu Zar like a brisker. He says, probably something that sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's like, yeah, so he was probably Machlech the Rambam. It's like the Rambam. That's a, yeah. Okay, so to, uh, I, listen, I, I, we, we could go back and forth about this. Uh, to me, my Nitiya, my Svar is, is that again, not like the Rambam, to me it's a little bit of a, of a again, it's not Kasha, not losing sleep over it, but to me it's Taka strange. And all the Rishonim are would assume that the begadim of a galach would be usher, you know, if not for the fact that they wear it outside of their services. To me, that's a little bit of a funny thing that's considered night, especially, again, now like the Rambam, that that's considered night of the czar, to me, that's a little bit of an issue. And now, coupled with the fact is that the Metziah says they don't wear it only for their services, and Afal Pekin, there are some Rishonim that say it's still night of the czar. So, needs explanation. Okay, so... No, let's let's do a little traveling over here. So when you when let, let we we have our version of of begadim, yeah. So we have big dekuna. So let's investigate a little bit just for a, little, a few minutes the 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 concept of big dekuna, and we'll see. You know, maybe it'll it'll lend some idea because everything in hilchas of Zara, as we've seen already in a couple scenarios, it's zelum olokim. So they parallel each other just in the side of tumma. So maybe there's something in in big dekuna that will shed light on it. Okay, so it's like this. Mm-hmm. There's a, a basic machlekes rishainim, you know, the Rambam and Sefer Mitzvahs. So uh, listen, everyone agrees to the facts. The facts are, kahanim have to do the avodim and have to wear big dekuna. That's that's uh, that's that's for sure. The question is, does the mit, the Indian of a koyin wearing big dekuna is that counted as one of the tarig mitzvahs or not? No, there there already is. Let's put it this way: there's already a mitzvah in tarig mitzvahs of bringing a carbon oil. And there's a mitzvah and target mitzvah of bringing a carbon chattis. And the carbon oil has many details to it. And the carbon chattis has many details to it. The question is, do you also list as a separate mitzvah the fact that Kanam have to wear big tekuna during Avoidah? Yes or no? So the Ramam says yes. The Ramam counts that as a separate mitzvah. Separate mitzvah is a mitzvah of Kanam wearing big tekuna. Maramokah number four, the Ramban is masig. The Ramban disagrees. The Ramban writes in his Asagas, to uh, to the Rambam, say for mitzvahs, he writes the following thing. He says, He says, I don't get what the Rambam is talking about. There's no mitzvah. First of all, let's let's establish a fact. Says the Ramban, there is no mitzvah for the kahanim to wear big dekuna outside of avoda. Right. So it's only so everyone agrees. We're only talking about wearing the big dekuna during karbanis to allow them to do the avoda. So says Ramban, to me, this is just one of the details. It's just, uh, it's a, it's a heksher. It's a, to allow them to do the avoida, they have to wear big dekuna. If they do the avoida wearing any, le, you know, less than all four, or more than the four begadim, they puzzle avoida, avoida is puzzle. So says the Ramban, if, if, listen, if you told me that there was a mitzvah for the kahanim to wear big dekuna all day long, whether they're doing the avoida or not, okay, then it's its own mitzvah, I get it. But that's not true. Everyone agrees. The Rambam also agrees that you're only wearing the big dikuna during the avoda. And if you don't wear the big dikuna, then the avoda is possible. You wear too many begadim, less it's possible. So what is it? Says the Ramban. It's a halacha. It's a tonight. It's a, one of the details of avoda. 
So it's just one of the details. So there's a halacha of how to do the shechita properly. There's a halacha of how to do uh, the zrika properly. And one of the halachas of a carbon oil is that the kanam have to wear big dekuna. And one of the halachas of chattas uh, is that they have to wear big dekuna. And we would know we don't count the every detail of the avoida as a separate mitzvah. You already counted bringing an oil. Part of bringing an oil is that you're wearing big dekuna. That's the Ramban's point. Okay, so what's the counter argument? Okay, so it's like this. There, there's, there's one obvious counter argument is in Marmokah number six from the Leif Sameach, one of the Mepharshim on the Rambam. He says like this, Vani Oimer, what I say to explain the Rambam is as follows, Emes, it's not true, no one's disagreeing with the facts. The reality is, if a coin does the Avaidah without the Big Dekuna, it's possible, that's obvious. But that doesn't tell you that wearing big dekuna is just seen as a detail of bringing a carbon oil. No, we have to go too far. The Pasuk, the Pasuk proves this. When, the, when it talks about making big dekuna, what does it say? It does not say, right? It doesn't say wear the, make big dekuna in order to allow him to serve in the base of Mikdash, right? Avalomer, what does it say? Make the dikuna look covered, Ulsifaras, to bring covet and honor and beauty to the Kayan. Vimkain. Mitzadze. So therefore, just reading the simple pshat, mitzadze roi shalavishas abogadim tim the mitzvah. Therefore, wearing the bidikuna says the life samech in the explanation of the Rambam is its own mitzvah. Kikain hey mitzvim. That's their mitzvah. Lias muchubadim umufarm bevigdayim. Venasim kahanim al yadim. They become kahanim, right? Then when they wear the bidikuna. Umiyais kain. And because there's such an inyan of them wearing big dekuna, l'kavrus sefaris, she'ilu ha'begadim mefarim ha'yisim, these begadim bring them kavit, umar malkunasim, and indicate and bring out their priesthood. So tziva oida shem yisbarach, so the Rabbana Shalom also said, she'ilu ha'yisim ha'avoyda, the v'yisim ha'avoyda, the v'yisim ha'avoyda, that they should only do the ha'avoyda when they're wearing these begadim. But it's not the pshat that there's a mitzvah of bring a karun ayla. And the Rabbana Shalom said, okay, like there's, a, there's a detail. Okay, the detail is they have to do zrik in a certain way. You have to do Hailach in a certain way. So wear big dekuna. No, no. There's an in, it, it, just reading simple chumash tells you not like that. The tachlis of big dekuna is lekavda sefaris. Now that the Rebbeinu Shem said these are begotten that are lekavda sefaris, so now it's taka kedai that they should wear that when they're doing the avodah. So that's a, that, that's a strong argument against the Ramban. But the truth is, if you think about it even more, even if you think of it in the Ramban's way. That no, it's not the It's not uh, wearing big dekuna in order to honor them. It's a, it, it's it's a part of the avoid of noyla, part of the avoid of chatas. Even then, the truth is, it should still be counted as its own mitzvah. Why? Take a look at Marmokah number five. This is also another sefer on the Rambam, Megil Sester, and he, the Megil Sester goes with a different approach. The Megil Sester to explain the Rambam says, you know what, Ramban, I'll agree to you. I'll agree to you. Let's go. Let's 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 lean into your your shita. That big dekuna is not beetsem lekavdus sefaris. It's taka a detail in hilchas avoda. But he says as follows: ki chila gadol yesh ben hechsher mitzvah uben chelak mitzvah. The Ramban is right that we don't count we don't count pieces of the avoda. Bring a carbon oila has many pieces to it: shchita, haylacha, zrika, haktara, all these details. We don't count each one. But there are certain things that you have to do as a prerequisite to begin your avayda. And those things we actually do count. Uh, uh, you know, The Kaanim have to wash their hands and feet. 
when a coin wakes up in the morning, Stam, he doesn't have to do Kiddush Adam He has to do Kiddush Adam Before he begins his Avaidah, that's one of the prerequisites. It's a Hechsher. It's Machsherim. It prepares him for the Avaidah. Guess what? That's counted as a mitzvah. Uh, you have to, there's a mitzvah of eating Karm Pesach. So in order to do that, you have to Shech the Karm Pesach. Shech in the Karm Pesach is an act that you have to do to allow you into that place that's called eating Karm Pesach. So it's also a Hechsher, but it's counted as a mitzvah. Why? Because it says the Miguel Sester, very posh, there's a big difference between, uh, between a detail of an Avaida and a prerequisite that you have to do to enter into that Avaida. So, Kiddush Yudayim Varglayim is not a chalik of the carbon oila. It's not a chalik of the carbon chatas. It's a hechsher. It's, it, it allows the kind to then enter into oila and, and into chatas. Shecht in the carbon Pesach is not a part of the mitzvah of eating the Karim Pesach. It's a prerequisite allowing you to then eat the Karim Pesach after it's shechted. And those things, guess what, are counted. So says the Megillah Sester, let, let's, let's, let's go with the Sheet of the Ramban, that the mitzvah of Big Dekun is not L'Kavra Sepharis, it's, it's avoid oriented. It's all about bringing the carbon, bringing the carbon, to allow the kind to bring the carbon. Well, guess what? That's exactly as it is. It's allowing you to then begin the service. And that's something that you should count as a mitzvah. So the Ramban, in other words, the Ramban is, def, is, is difficult now. Because either way you go, the Ramban says, no, we don't count wearing big dekuna. Why? Well, if you, how do you define wearing the big dekuna? What's the point of it? If the point is, like, if you, if you just read the Pasuk simply, then the Leif Sameach is right. What's the point of big dekuna? L'Kavna Sepharis. Making the Kahanim look good, make them look beautiful. Okay. So then, that's its own mitzvah. Happens to be, the Rebbe Hashem then also says, you know what, that's a good idea. Let's, 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 let's be mocked that they look beautiful when they do the Avaidah. But the mitzvah is to make themselves look beautiful. Then it should be counted. Let's say the other, the other way. So it's not L'Kavri Sefaris. It's about preparing them, allowing them to do the, to do the Avaidah. But, but, the, but then it's not a detail in the Avaidah. That's a prerequisite to allow them entrance into the Avaidah. No different than Kiddush Yudayim Varglayim. No different than Shechtin Karm Pesach. These are prerequisites to allow you into that next stage, which is called Avaida. And that is counted as a mitzvah. So either way you go, it should be counted. So what's, what's going on over here? Okay, so here's my suggestion. My suggestion is as follows. There's a, there's a classic, uh, the, the Gemara says this in a few places. What, what, how, what, what is a kain? What is a kain? I mean, a kain is a person that has a, you know, a certain yichus, but... His function as a kain in Avaida, what is he doing as a kain in Avaida? So the Gemara says a line, and it sums up everything. The Gemara says, Kahani shluchi In other words, let's put it this way What is a carbon? A carbon is a, a service that's performed in order to create an attachment, to create the vacas, right? I'll give an example. Uh, tefillah is in replacement of karbanas. What is tefillah? What is the essence of tefillah? Tefillah, the Nefesh Chaim talks about this parichas. It's, it's uh, half of the sefer. Is tefillah is dvekas? Tefillah is attachment. It's a it's a ma'isa that you do, saying certain words and feeling certain things in order to create a dvekas between the boyre and the nivra. Right? That that's what it is. It's uh, like I talked about this on Shabbos afternoon. A yichud. Tefillah is a yichud. It's a union between chasen and kala between kuchibiruch shchinte. That's what it is. Now tefillah is b'makom karbonas. What what is a carbon? A carbon is not just an animal that you're sacrificing and doing certain things. That's chitzani. It's what a carbon is, what a void is, and Beis is that you're doing certain things in order to express, to bring out, to create a bond between Bayer and Ivra. That's what it is. The question that the Gemara says is, okay, well, well there's two parties involved in Dvekas. 
there is the Bayre, and there is the Nivra. So the, the, the Nivra, the person that wants to become Davuk, we know who that is. That's the owner of the carbon, bringing the carbon. That's the human being, whatever. Is there anyone that's Oyim Mitzadachasen? Is there anyone Oyim Is there anyone that's the embodiment Kivyachal of Rachmana in this act of Dvekis? Says the Gemara, yeah, that's what the Kayin is. Kahanim are Shluchid Rachmana. Kahanim are the physical representation and manifestation Kivyachal of Rachmana. That's what the Kahanim are. That's Kahani Shluchid Rachmana. The, the Gemara says, you know, it's interesting, the Gemara, has, the Gemara says Kahani Shluchid Rachmana for sure. The question is, maybe they're also Shluchid. Shluchim of the Bailam. In other words, there is a possibility that when the Kayin does the Avoida, he's, he's functioning as both at the same time. He is Oymim Mitzad Akala and he's Oymim Mitzad Achasim. He's Oymim Mitzad both. Let's understand. When you look at the Kayin in that way, when, when okay, so now, so, now, so now we have a new definition of what a Kayin is. There's a Kayin when he's uh, doing groceries. And uh, you know, there's a mitzvah of the kiddushday to honor a kain. So now you know he, he has a thing of milk. So he says, you know, "Mr. Kain, you go first. I'm a lowly Israel. You go first. Who who is the kain at that moment when he's just cutting you online, right? At that moment, he's Mr. Cohen. He has a as yichus. He's coming from our kain. He's a choshevid. He has good blood in him. But at, but when he's working in the Beis Hamikdash and he's shechting a carbon. He's not just Mr. Cohen. At that moment, maybe he's representing you also, but he is Shulch Rachmana. He is the embodiment of Yochel. He's Oyim Mitzarachasen. He's Oyim Mitzarachasen. In, in, in Lakuta Torah, for example, the Baal he makes this point many, 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 many places where that, that's what a Kayin is in terms of Avaida, is that the, the Kayin through his Avaida is being Mamshech, is being Megala. He bring the Rabbanish, it says in Pasuk, Va'ata, Va'ata Kayin La'ilam. So the Baltanya says in a few places that the function of what a Kayin is is to make the Rabbanish Shloilam, moving the Rabbanish Shloilam from who? From he in the third person, this unknown, unknowable entity, to Atta, to uh, Rabbanish Shloilam Noichach, like a second person. You could say Baruch Atta Hashem. The Zohar says that, the Zohar says a funny language, the Zohar says a Lashon in Parshas Chukas, I think, in Parshas Bolak. The Zohar says that whenever you say a Baruch Baruch Atta Hashem, Baruch Atta says a Zayar is a Kain. That's what a Kain is. A Kain is Shulch Rachmana. A Kain is bringing the Rabbanu from who? From a third person into the second person, into Atta. When does that happen? So when he's Shechting, that's who he is right now. He's not just Mr. Kain. He's Oymet Sarachasen. When? So the Gemara says in Lashen, Bizman Shebegdeim Aleihem, Kuhunosam Aleihem. What does that mean? What does it mean? They wear the big Kuhunah, now they're a Kain. They've always been a Kain. So maybe so on a simple shot, what it means is no, no. Of course, he's always a kain. It means that now that he's wearing big tikkuna, now he's super duper deluxe kain, or now he could function as a kain. The words of the Gemara are bezman shabikdeim aleim kuhu nasa aleim. That if they're not wearing the big tikkuna, they're not a kain. Doesn't mean they're not a kain. The answer is there's two musagim. There's two asagas of what a kain is. There's kain as a human being, a miyuchis to aron a kain. The word aron is the same letters as nira. Visible, the Rabbanu Shalom have that gilu shchina. There's there's him as a as miyuchas, and that doesn't need tikkuna. When when does the chasen come to the chapa? When does the ch- see again? Whenever there's dvekas, dvekas means the the, car, the again. You have to think of a carbon as not just an animal being sacrificed. This is an act which is uniting chasen and kala. So in order for that act of unity to take place, the chasen has to show up. 
and the chasen showing up is part of the advaikas. That's part of the avoida. The avoida is two parts. The avoida. There is the kala showing up and the chasen showing up. When does the chasen show up? How does the chasen show up? When the kain is putting on his big day kuna. That's when he's the kain mitzat shulchadarachmana. For example, the, the sheet of the Rambam is, it's a, it's a chiddish, the sheet of the Rambam is that there's a halachis in terms of how the kain should put on the big day kuna. There's an order. There's an order to how the begadim should be put on. This first and that first. And the achreinim, the riskrov, they're like, 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 what type of din is that? Like, what? what okay, he, he has to be wearing big dekuna in order to do the avoid. Otherwise, it's mechusar begadim, right? There's a condition in luchas karbonas. You have to wear big dekuna. But, like, but what what avoid is it? What's happening when you're putting on big dekuna? There's no way of putting on big dekuna. You have to wear big dekuna to do the avoid. Why would there be a halacha in terms of how of the order of putting on the clothing? Well, the answer is again, if putting on the begadim, it, that's 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 part of the avoida. It's not just a prerequisite. Again, going back, we had a, the Ramban. The Ramban said, no, 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 putting on big, wearing big dekuna, that's a chilek of the avoida of an oila. It's a chilek of the of chatas. And we asked, what does that, what does that mean? If you're looking at the cover of sefaris, then it's unrelated to the carbon. And if you're looking at it as the carbon, it's, it's, it's a prerequisite. It's something that he has to do in the morning to allow him entrance into the base of Megdash. So either way you go, it's not a chilek of the avoida. The answer is, of course it is. What is the avoid in Panemius? Not bring it. Yeah, you're right. If an avoid is just in Chitzanius, sacrificing an animal, cutting an animal's head off, the animal's not even here. So, of course, it's not part of the avoid. It's a prerequisite. It's a chana that the guy has to do, like Kiddush uh, Adayim But the answer is, it's not what avoid is in Panemius. What's Panemius to avoid? Avoid is Yichul Chasen Kala. Bring Klaus from the Rabbanishim together. And that avoid is two parts. The, the Kala comes and the Chasen comes. So, how does the Kala come? The Kala comes by. Killing the animal and, 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 and putting it on the fire. That represents the Yisrael. That's the halal. That's the, ch- the, the kala going to the chasen. But the chasen also has to show up. And what, that, that's, that's, that's the other side of the avayda. And when does that happen? When the kain wears his big dekuna. When you look at big dekuna in that way, then the lakavidu sifaris is one and the same as the big dekuna being a chilek of the avayda. Because who is the kain? The big dekuna are the representation, the embodiment. It's, the, it's defining who the kain is right now. That the kain is kviyachal shulchan rachmana. So of course, as shulchan rachmana, he has to present himself as shulchan rachmana. So it's the cover of sefaris, but that's not a secondary inyan. It's not a secondary inyan. Again, if you're looking at all of these things in chitzanius, then what is the avoid? The avoid is cutting and killing an animal and burning on the mizbech. And everything outside of that is something else. So then there's wearing big dekuna. It's a different inyan. Maybe it's the cover of Sepharis, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's, it's being machshir, it's preparing the kind to do the avayda, but, uh, but it's not the avayda itself. But in eyes of Pnimius, that the avayda is yichur chasen and kala, yichur kishbuk then anything that you do in order to embody shulchad rachmana, that's a chilek of the avayda. And how do you embody shulchad rachmana? By making yourself a cover of Sepharis. It's one of the same. It's one of the same. So the Ramban, in Pnimius, the Ramban is 100% right. And this is, by the way, just to, to explain, this is why the Rambam and the Ramban are lishitasim in terms of their neshamas. I mentioned this many times. The Rambam versus the Ramban. The Rambam is always nigla, and the Ramban is always nisr, is always primius. Chitzainis versus primius. In Chitzainis, the Rambam is 100% right. The Avaida is revolving around the, desert, the sacrifice of the animal, and the big dekuna is happening hours before. And why are you wearing a big dekuna? Again, either the Kavit Sifaris, 
or to prepare yourself to do the Avoida. Either way, it's its own Indian. So according to the Rambam Lishita, so the way his worldview is in terms of Nigla, Big Dekuna should be looked at as their own thing and their own mitzvah. But the Ramban, which sees things from the, from the side of Pneumius, it's simply not true. That's part of the Avaida. It's just, that's how the Chassan comes to the party. That's how, that, that's the Oymi Mitzadah Chassan. Now that we have a Pneumistic perspective of what Big Dekuna is, let's go back to the Zelu Mazeh of Big Dekalochem. It's Noy Avadazar. It's noy akum. The the, the kain, what, 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 just like by the kain in the avoda of the base hamigdash, he's oim mitzadach hazan. He is shluchet rachmana. So lahavdil elf alfi havdolas zelu mazen inside of a sitra achra. That's what the galch is also doing. The galch is oim mitzadach klipe. He's oim mitzadach tumah. So then it's no different than putting the gadim on the on the. It's it's but it, it's it's even more than that. I think it's I think I think it's it's by putting on those begadim. That's it's not the sacrifice. The kain the the kalach is the chefsa, so to speak, of the vadezara, and this is now the begadim. That's that's adorning. That's that's that the. the let's say you have the object, like the, like the Ramah said, right? I mean, think of it in those ways. The Ramah said that all this discussion is talking about the uniform of the galach, but let's say the uniform of the vadezara mamish, then kuli almaydu. That's noy vadezara. That's how many Rishonim are looking at the Begadim of the Galach. Because the Galach is the Zeluma Zev, the Kayin. Who's the Kayin? Shukh Rachmana. That, that, that's what the Kayin is. The only reason why the Rishonim say that, 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 that Halach Lamaisa, these Begadim, this uniform is Mutter, is because they wear it outside of the service. So once they wear it outside of the service, then it's, then it's just uh, nice clothing for the human being. If it would be mamish this Indian of big dekuna like lahavdil and zelomazeh, it would be unif- it would be designated afka for for the services. And the truth is, even then, some rishonim disagree and say no afal pigen. It's still aser because as long as it's lekavdil sifaris, yeah, they use it outside the service. But that's also the way how they embody the the klipa. That's how they embody the sitrachra, and and then that's noyav the zar mamish. So it's all. It's again. This is this is this is what what I'm thinking is that if if we don't we don't know or care about necessarily what they're, what the, the okay, the, the, Zara is, the, the Goyim do what they do, but it's, if we look at Hilchas of Adizara as the parallel to Beis HaMikdash, which again, we've seen with Takrevis like that, we've seen the Chetz of Adizara, even when we started this whole limud, of Adizara itself is the Zelim, of Shemus HaKadoshim, then it, when, we, when we go into Pneumis in terms of understanding what Beit Dekuna are, then yeah, there's a very strong tzad to say that noy, that the, the uniform of a galach is noy of a desar mamish. Noy of a desar. It's mamish as if the chefs of a desar is wearing a uniform. That the galach is walking around, kilu, he's the chefs of a desar. That's who he is at that moment. And kamash mullah, not like that, only because they wear it outside of the service. But if, not for that, it's taka noy of a desar mamish. Yeah. Is there a history to banana from the So, uh, I don't know. I don't know if at the time of the service, if also he's doing you a favor. You can get lumdish, you can get lumdish with it that mitzah, that moment when he's now uh, passing you a box of tissues, like that's an interruption of the avoid, and then at that moment, you know what I'm saying? You get lumdish like that. Or most likely is, most likely is that there's nothing, there's no, there's nothing, there's no tangible chilek between who he is now and who he was a second ago and who he's going to be a second later to make a halachic 
change. But in terms of this beged, which is taka designated and miyuchad for that avoida, then yeah, then we'll already be willing to go along with the baloney that, because uh, all this is baloney. I'm saying it's not, it's not really true, right? It's all, it's all uh, make-believe. So, Maybe so. I mean, inter- there could be a ruach toma with, with these inyana, but halachically speaking, it's all make believe. So, to, yeah. So you're right. So for the the galach himself, uh, to make him aser bana, no one is is serving him, and there's nothing there's nothing tangible to say. Oh, he just there's a change in him. But conceptually, in terms of the god, and that's uh, at least the suggestion that I'm making is that yeah, that he he's considered to be. Uh, the embodiment of the klip itself, in order to make that the begotten that he's wearing, which is taka designated for avodah zara, for it to be considered noyavodah zara, that would be the suggestion.